You guys, I am so excited because I have my friend Lexi on the podcast. Lexi is a believer, a friend to all, a chicken mom, an occupational therapist. And on top of all that, she wrote an amazing book called You Can Through Christ. You guys, I'm so excited. I can't wait to dive into this episode and for you guys to find out why Lexi is so brave and is just an inspiration to us all. So check it out. Hello and welcome to Be Brave with Emma B. I'm Emma, your host, and I'm so excited that you're here. In a world that fills us with stories of fear and anxiety, I'm here to share stories of bravery and fearlessness. I'm bringing on some of the bravest people I know and sharing some stories of my own to show you why anyone can choose to be brave if they have faith and surround themselves with encouraging people. So come along, let's be brave together. Lexi, welcome to Be Brave. Thank you so much for having me. I am so honored to be here. I'm very humbled by that intro, and I do love my chickens. Emma has had, had such an impact on my life, too, so I'm so grateful. I've been super encouraged by her and a lot of my ability to do a lot of those things I've encouraged in the past couple years I've been through her. So thanks for having me, Em. You're so sweet. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to be asking everybody on this podcast is the question, what is the bravest thing you've ever done? And that's a really big question. But I hope you can share the story of what the bravest thing you've ever done was. Absolutely. That is such a good question. And I know we were just chatting how fear is a really real thing that we all experience. And life gives us many reasons to be afraid. But we serve a God that's bigger than all of that and has worked through, I know, a lot of the fears in my life. There's a lot of things that have been tough to overcome. But when I asked me this question and I thought about it, I definitely feel like something that was heaviest on my heart and was really tough to do was I did have to break off an engagement. And I think that why that was so tough for me is I am very much a, I hate to give up on relationships and there's this this good sense, right, of like God can redeem anything. But there are times in life, I know God does ask us to step out and be brave in certain situations that to us don't make sense. So mm-hmm. I would say that was definitely a situation I had to, they had to take that decision and make that choice. And mm-hmm. I think too why that was really tough is how I was saying I do love weddings. It's always been a dream of mine, desire of mine to be um, a wife and a mom and to serve in those ways. And I was really confused too because I'm like, God, why why would you um, let me get to this point if now you are asking me to lay this down? And I remember praying all the time, like, God, if if you if you want this for me, so if I do get engaged, that means that that must be it. That must be what you want me to do. And there's just a lot of confusion. And I kept getting lack of peace. I kept coming to my heart and mind that this wasn't what God wanted. But on the outside, it was just a really real fear of disappointing everyone around me, caring and loving who I was engaged to and everyone else in my life. And for God to ask me to do that was a real fear. And yeah, that was a really tough thing. So walk me through that a little bit. So we live in a society where you kind of have these like timelines on when you're supposed to do certain things. You have timelines on like, well, you're supposed to be married by this age and have kids by this age. And I know we've talked and that was kind of on your mind, but how did you step out in bravery and just know that even though maybe this is what the timeline was supposed to look like, maybe in your mind, but you just knew that 
this wasn't what God wanted for your life? Like, how did you, how'd you overcome that? Oh, a good question. So am I, if you would have asked me when I was five, like what I would be um, doing at this point in my life. And at that time, I think I was around like um, 25, I would have said my dream was always to be married, stay at home mom, early 20s, having kids by now. So throughout life, I think it's tough because God does put desires on our hearts mm-hmm. and our mind. And I do think of the verse, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I think I'd get confused because, okay, Lord, I have these desires, but ultimately putting having him does give you peace in the midst of that storm and he does give you guidance and direction in that so i think what's hard is i did have that dream and that goal to be married by that time like i said in society mm-hmm. wanting to be married by a certain age and not understanding why um but what's really amazing about god is once you step out in faith and once you make that decision things make sense after as to why or that wouldn't have worked mm-hmm. out and i was talking to emma a little bit before this too just that even if in the moment you're like, this is my desire, this is what I really want, but if God has a reason asking you to lay that down, there'll be consequences down the line for that. Because whenever God does say no, either not yet or no, he is protecting you for sure. from something. And I think that's what's so hard in the moment though, when our desires are good, but they can be deceptive and deceitful because the world is constantly telling us on what we need and what we want. And it's really easy to fall into that. And a lot of those things aren't bad, but if it's not on his timeline, it's not going to be his best for you. And yeah, so for me to hear from God in that, we all hear from God in different ways. Mm -hmm. I know this is the ultimate question. Like, how do I hear from God? How do I know Mm -hmm. God's will for my life? I was just going to ask that. (laughs) I know. Everyone's like, and I remember like when people would say, oh, I like, I just hear from him. I get kind of jealous because I'm like, oh, do you just, does he just talk to you? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking right now. And the more I've spent time with him, especially in the word, the word of God is the best way to hear from them, that relationship. And just like you spend time with anyone, like the more I spend time with Emma or someone else, or if, if you are married or have a really good friend or a family member that you're really close to, the more time you spend with them, you can like sense, right? What they want or what they would like mm-hmm. and don't like. So even if it hasn't been an audible voice for me, it's been the more time I spend in the word, praying to God, spending with others who love him too. Mm-hmm. It is amazing how he can either change circumstances or have you feel a sense of peace even when you are struggling or have this desire or a direction just from the more time you spend with him. So for me, hard to explain what the truth is. I just I had a very restless spirit mm-hmm. was my thing. Mm-hmm. And it was different, right? Because you can get restless from fear. So I think of Jonah who's asked to go to Nineveh, if you don't know his story, God wants him to go to this city to um, share God with them, to repent because they were in all this brokenness. Mm -hmm. And he runs the complete opposite direction and out of fear, right? So I feel like I can tell if I'm doing something or running something out of fear as opposed to if there's also the sense of when God does want you to do something and just pushing through that. Yeah, no, I heard, so maybe this is kind of what you're, tell me if this is what you're kind of talking about, because I know on this podcast, there's going to be believers, and then there's also going to be people who maybe don't have 
as close of a relationship with God, or maybe they don't know God yet. And I know for me, we're both further along on our faith journeys, but some people might just be entering their faith journey and then other people maybe aren't quite on their faith journey. And hopefully by listening to your encouraging words and hopefully from listening to this podcast, they'll get encouraged to start on that journey. Yeah, it's like when you have that relationship, like God desires to guide us. I know there is a verse in Psalms, in the Psalms that where he talks about he will guide us like with his loving mm-hmm. hand on us. And I think because we're so human, we we might not even know he's guiding us when he is. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I do have permission because of HIPAA, maybe being a therapist to tell this story because my friend's husband, I'll never forget this at the time, was our Bible study leader. And um God's time here, I just happened to need shoulder surgery a few months before stuff was just really ramping up with wedding planning, engagement pictures were about to happen. And I'll never forget, it was the night before engagement pictures. And I wanted to lie so bad when he, he has that gift where he'll just like tell you truth, even when it's hard to hear, even mm. it's going to make you cry, get you emotional. But because he knows like same with him and he's like, God put on his heart to say this. So right. it's the night before engagement pictures and it's like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I have engagement pictures. He's like, oh, so you have peace then about everything. And I just start sobbing and I'm like, no, but like, I know again that fight, like God will redeem this and God will give me peace. And I'll never forget. He's like, if he was for you, God would give you peace. And now I can't explain it. But like after that was when I just, I know we have free will as humans, right? It's like, we can do what we want, but it, it was probably the most moment I didn't feel like I had free will. Like I just had this overwhelming, again, that lack of peace or restless mm-hmm. spirit where I'm like, I know this is from God. Like it was like, without a doubt, I, I have to end this. I don't want to. And I remember like where Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He's like, God, if there's like any other way, like take this cup from me, but your will be done. It was just him wanting to go to the cross, right? I'm sure there's a lot of fear with that. But like, because he loved God so much, I believe love is the only thing that can push out fear, right? Like, I love that verse, like, perfect love drives out fear. I believe that's, like, first John. Mm -hmm. Because that is, God is love. And I feel like there's no way I could have did that on my own. And I definitely couldn't have did it. But I feel like my love for God had to outweigh my love for that desire for marriage. Which is so ironic. Because now God God created marriage. It's a beautiful thing. And it's hard I guess to understand now but just having to trust him and that love for him that that's what he needed me to do well that must have been really really hard but I'm just proud I mean we talked about this before but I'm just so proud of Lexi she just walks this like walk of life that is so intertwined with like God's plan and she's always looking for like what is God speaking into her heart and it's just amazing and I know you're further along on your faith journey because you now pour into the lives of other people who are just starting their faith journeys which is incredible but I guess for someone who maybe isn't sure about what what they believe in yet or maybe they just started their faith journey and they're looking for those like god signs and sometimes i call them like god winks and they're not always like they're not always as cute as a wink because it sometimes comes in like that upset feeling in your stomach when you know like something's not right Mm -hmm. but like what would you tell people to like look for or like that's such a good question i think getting where it definitely starts is getting in the bible I feel like um, that could be so scary, right? For someone listening to this too, and maybe you've like seen a Bible or um, just aren't really sure what to think of it. Or people have probably mm-hmm. said to you like, well, God's different in the Old Testament mm-hmm. he's, than he is in the New when Jesus comes. Um, 
let me tell you, and those, there's a lot of lies I feel like that keep people from getting out of the word. And because you can read it, you're like, this is confusing. And what is this saying? And what does this mean? Guys, God is, is so faithful. If you're listening to this and you're not sure, and you're like, well, I don't even know what this is going to mean. There's a verse in Psalms and it says, like, I run to the path of your commands for you have brought in my understanding. So I'll be honest, this is not to diss myself, but it's just true. I am pretty ditzy. <laughs> like I have ditzy. You are not. In general. You are I not. am like, it takes me like five times to study something that takes people once. So kind of going about stepping out in fear too, just to be an occupational therapist and hand and upper extremity therapist is a miracle from God because just all the anatomy and physiology, truly nothing of myself. It was and stepping out in faith in that because oh my gosh, like all my coworkers are in my class. Like it was like, I swear photographic memory. It's okay. Like study this, know this. And it would take me like five times. So when it came to hard things like the Bible too, I'm like, well, how can I talk to people about this? Like, I don't understand all of it. And mm-hmm. even I'd read stuff, but I'm like, I have to trust that that verse is true, that God, like it isn't me. It's going to be you through me. So I feel like getting, reading it, even if it seems confusing, I truly believe again, because we're so human and we all have our own brokenness that he his word is physically him talking to us so like whether Mm -hmm. we are feeling like it's doing anything whether we feel like we're understanding it like it's amazing for me to look back and be like whoa like he has like helped me understand more that's been through other people talking about it or me um the more you study it like anything right practice makes perfect so the more you keep Mm -hmm. trying to pray and ask and even just saying that like taking that step in prayer even if you're like i'm not sure but god like i really like, I don't have this belief, but help overcome my unbelief too. I know that's always a good verse, but yeah, just truly being honest. And I mean, I'm we're talking about too, sometimes overcoming fear, not sometimes, but like every time is literally saying, I can't do this on my own. I, mm-hmm. I need help regardless of anything you're going through, whether it's relational, like mental health, any struggle you're having, pornography, addictions. It's literally, we all are so broken. Anyone who says they're not is lie mm, for sure <laughs> we all have everyone has fear everyone has struggles even the people that seem the most confident and the way to overcome those is to say like god i don't know how to hear from you i i really want to believe that you're here you know just being honest with him because if you don't know him he is truly the best father and really personal god so he cares about your heart more than you realize so i think just starting with that or mm-hmm. talking to even like a friend that you know might know god too and being like hey i I need direction for my life. I'm so lost and I don't know what to do next. Can you help me? Absolutely. And it's okay to like, I think that's something that we don't often talk about. It's okay to like not be sure and Mm -hmm. talk to God about that. Mm -hmm. Like you're allowed to be like, I'm confused. I don't know like what to believe. I've maybe had a life that was like filled with like lots of trauma and you've been through lots of like really hard (laughs) things and you're like, but how am I supposed to believe in something Mm -hmm. that's so good when I've been through such hard things and he works with that like you're allowed you're allowed to say like hey i don't know how like if you've never prayed before like you're allowed to say hey i'm confused i don't really know how to talk to you right now i don't know what to say he like listens to that and he works with that and that's what's crazy about like the holy spirit too is like he can work with anything he can work with anybody as long as you like try to talk to him about whatever you're facing even if it's being confused about faith like yeah so I I don't know I just it's such a special like relationship and again you and I are further along on our faith journeys which is 
been amazing and I know it's been really helpful for like some of the circumstances we've both had to overcome but if you're just beginning that faith journey Mm -hmm. there's no shame in just starting out and being confused and being like I don't even know where to start because he can work with that that's why he's God that's why he's the creator of the universe and the moon and the stars and he can work with whatever you give him as long as you're just open open to him and just in with doubt too it's like we all will have doubts and doubts can actually draw us like closer to him too because like love this love was honored when i asked emma asked me to be on here and love giving this story but i'll be honest with you guys if you're hoping there's a happy ending at the end right now there isn't you know so Mm -hmm. it's like i'm there is still these doubts of like wow should i have just gotten married you know should i've made that choice but um even when those thoughts do cross my mind i will say ultimately like that was the right choice i'm really happy god did do what he did there gave me peace but Mm -hmm. yeah and even just even within the in between two have also like dated someone else really loved didn't work out so it's just still these questions like Mm -hmm. in these doubts of like god am i hearing you right because in my human desires in mind it's like okay i'm gonna be 30 in a month if i did hear you right stuff should be different right Mm -hmm. or there should be these good things um but it has grown me in the sense of it's really made me have to question where my heart's at too it's like god am i like I did have the mentality and this pride of, so when I laid down that engagement, I was in the next relationship and really prayed for and was desiring this man I was dating. I'm like, I had this mentality of God, I laid down that relationship for you. So this should work mm-hmm. like this mentality of like, well, I did this. And I'm like, wow, like I needed a heart check. Cause I, anything good that has happened to me is God's grace. And mm-hmm. I don't deserve any of that. And because he is a loving father like that goodness that I get in general even had the opportunity to date the last guy is a blessing I shouldn't have expected that I shouldn't have like been like I deserve that but that that is God's grace and it's so ironic because when you get that mentality you just have so much more gratitude and you just realizing again where my heart is that's like do I serve him because I love him or do I push past this fear because I desire to be closer to him or love him? Or am I doing it for my own self-gain? So it's just been a really good heart check for me too in those ways. Yeah. So I guess that was going to be my next question. Is like, so what does life look like now? Like, I know I know what life looks like now. But I think, like you said, people are probably wondering, like, okay, so you did this bold act of faith. You followed what God told you to do. And I actually was just talking to Lexi about this before we started recording. It's like, I'm just so proud of her because even though... Like, I guess if you're looking at her testimony, you're probably thinking, okay, and then a week later she found the man of her dreams and then they got married and that was God's like almost gift to her for like following, following what he told her to do. But like, I guess what does life look like now? And like describe that kind of piece to everybody. Absolutely. I'm such, yeah, again, great points. And just so I talked to everyone about this because I... It is. Like we were just saying, I just know we all have fear and brokenness and like late night thoughts that I think a lot of us don't talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's tough to be vulnerable and it is funny to think because again, stuff isn't looking the way I'd hoped or have thought of, but um, it is hard to explain and it is true um, that God is your peace in the midst of the storm. And I was actually telling Emma, a big prayer of mine was comparison's huge, right? For all of us. Um, I don't care, man, woman, whatever, like all of us, I think, struggle with it, whether that's social media. 
I think a lot of people say it's because of social media, but I personally think, at least me personally, even if you removed it, I unfortunately will still struggle with like envy or comparison just in general. But something I did ask God was when I broke off the engagement, I'm like, God, can you please protect my heart in the sense of like, help me genuinely love my friends and my family or everyone enough in my life that if they're getting married, they're having kids or having these desires that I have that their joy what they're going through doesn't steal mine like i know that's a lie from the enemy and but it's so real right for a lot of us because it seems like that constant reminder Mm -hmm. but just truly saying like i want to love them so much that like it's as if i was getting married as just as if i was having kids and actually it's just funny i haven't mentioned like right you think the week after i did that it's like god redeemed this it's amazing that came into my life but actually the week after was one of my friend's bachelorette parties right so there's this fork in the road of like okay like i'm in this pain so do you go and celebrate something that you lost or yeah or do you go or do not go to as people would say protect your heart and that and guys i went and i'm so happy i did and my friend was just over the top sweet with that because she cared so much that she was like okay she literally changed her whole bachelor party did not have any romantic stuff in it for me which is so sweet it's a true friend it is a true friend and what was so ironic though was i can't explain but me going god used that to help me heal and it's something that i know it probably sounds crazy it's like well that's different or you're different but i'm not guys i'm just as human struggle just as much envy and stuff but like god uses against that being out in fear to help heal you when you do those things that even if there are lies of like well if you the lie right if you go that's going to steal your joy if your friends game married having kids but guys it, it helped me heal like that weekend was huge for me and her wedding and that was a month after and i had a blast genuinely like i would say if i didn't and it was just so excited to see my friend getting married and now, like, I'm just saying... How many <laughs> times have you been a bridesmaid? I need to... I'm <laughs> Truthfully, guys, I'm going to just be completely vulnerable. I, like, stalked Lexi's <laughs> Facebook because she's got this cute little album that's, like, friends and family part... No, is it... It's friends. It's, it's my best friend's weddings. It says faith, love, and dance. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. But I, I'm telling oh. you guys, like, she's been a bridesmaid so many times. And it's so sweet. But, like, most people, like, you'd say that and be like, oh, they've been a bridesmaid that many times. You can't have that many friends. She does. That's the magic. Because she's got the Holy Spirit all up in her life. (laughs) And she's literally able to be a good friend to so many people. I It blows my mind. Like, I literally have thought about that so many times in my own life. Because I love being a good friend to people but sometimes I get overwhelmed like I hope I'm pouring enough into this person's life and like and just Lexi does it seamlessly and it just it's amazing it's amazing and so how many times have you been a bridesmaid I'm gonna make me cry oh man I have been asked this a few and I just counted with my roommates let's say it was like 16 to 18 times I love so it so not 27 dresses I love it though. But, <laughs> it's but it's so genuine because that many people love her that much. Oh, so like sweet. truthfully and I just I adore this girl. She's truly one of my closest friends and I just like our hearts were always like aligned. It was just such a special thing. So we met actually because 
Lexi is one of the youth group leaders at Seven, which is a group at our church for kids who are sixth grade through 12th grade. And so we met there and that was honestly a God thing. And I'll kind of explain the story. And it's one that I'm, I struggle with a bit because I question myself. But so we were there together and we were getting trained basically to do this work for kids. We'd meet every Wednesday and we get to have these small groups and pour into the lives of kids 6th through 12th grade and it's amazing and I actually got to speak at 7 a couple years ago around COVID time but it's a great group but we met there and I just think this shows how how amazing God is instantly formed a friendship sat next to each other in this training and then Lexi's still there I unfortunately had a lot of like personal stuff going on and my my job is working with kids and so I realized wow this is like really similar to my job so going to be a youth group leader after I get done working with kids for nine to 10 hours a day was just a lot. And I just realized that maybe wasn't the right fit for how I was going to be a part of our church. But there's a reason for it because then we got to meet. And had I not done that, because sometimes I feel so guilty. I'm like, well, why why did I do that when, and then I quit. And it's that whole thing of just like worrying about I guess what the world thinks sort of thing. Like I I felt bad for like committing and then uncommitting, but like clearly God had a purpose for it because now we're sitting here a couple years later and I'm still in my job with the kiddos. So I haven't returned, but we just, we still get to have this amazing friendship. So again, how God works in beautiful ways. He does. And that's what's so cool is just that like, he really does of Ephesians 3.20. It's like to him who can do more than we can ask or imagine. Like, like I think of that, right? It's like we go into something with what we think is our purpose. Or Emma, who, by the way, does a phenomenal job with her students too in her job. So she's still working with the youth all the time <laughs> and being the light, even though at that point for ministry, that wasn't the exact timing for God for her. But like she said, we met and he had something still awesome in mind for us to meet. And I even do, I'm happy you brought that up because I even think of that where you kind of ask what does life look like now and that even if, you know, your dreams do get crushed, right? Or I had this desire and hope and like I said, you think, wish this, right, wishing this could end with, okay, like that she's going to meet this amazing man. It worked out. They got married. And even if that didn't happen, I can still promise that God has still been faithful and it's been amazing to see all these other ways he worked and like without the brokenness or like everything we've been through I wouldn't have met certain people. Or yeah, I, I was going like, to say, yeah. can you tell us like, so you said those moments or the moments you know that God has still been faithful. Can you share just like a couple of those yeah, with us? Absolutely. And so, yeah, so right, the engagement didn't work out. I was going to a different church at the time, which absolutely loved that church too. Just, yeah, one circumstance after another. My really good friend Carissa was singing at Northbrook Church and invited me there and ultimately so after that broken relationship so emma actually is one of the results of that past relationship not working out which again as hard as that was like i'm so grateful to have her in my life so yeah her bringing me to northbrook carissa and then meeting the young adult group there it is just fascinating all the amazing relationships that i've met and all the people that i met that i couldn't imagine my life without now and even though again that didn't result the marriage is still just those friendships are definitely priceless to me. I wouldn't take them back. 
And now I actually am under, Pastor John runs our young adult group and I've been able to help him out with that. And just to be able to, again, form those relationships in that group and share Jesus in that group, that wouldn't have happened Mm. if, yeah, the past relationships didn't work out. So that is definitely a huge way coming to Northbrook and the people God's brought me to that he's been super faithful in that. And I actually never really realized that till now. I'm really grateful for that question because I'll be honest, I, I need to, and I've been trying to work on more gratitude. I think there's this sense of every day, which nothing wrong with, right, asking for things of God. And of course. Trying to be like, hey, you know, trying to be like, I do believe you can do this, so can you help me, you know, redeem this relationship or help me with this? But yeah, I am, I love reflecting back, you know, now I'm on a farm with my chickens and oh, I don't think that tell, would have happened. <laughs> I was going to say, tell us about the chickens. Oh my tell gosh, us how I love my chickens. So yeah, I got... I had four girls and actually one ended up being a rooster. So I guess when they're little, they when they say if they're a gal or a guy, they only have a 90% success rate at that. So unfortunately, when I was a rooster and where I live, you can only have four. So I had to leave one behind. But the three I love. And it's actually just been... I tend to be go, go, go. And I'm really trying to slow myself down more. Just reflect on stuff more, whether that is... In my Bible, my prayer time, or just taking a walk to see the girls. I call them the girls. It's funny because I have two amazing roommates, too. I had three, and one got married this past September, which I had the honor to be in. That and you so guys are fun. all living on a farm together. Yes, we're all so cool. The farmhouse and the girls, it's the best. But it's funny when I say the girls because some people think I'm talking about my roommates and some people think my chickens. So, like, one time, real quick side note, the chickens eat anything. For those who want chickens, it's amazing because nothing goes to waste anymore. Like, my watermelon rinds. <laughs> So one time, yeah, I cut up a watermelon, had rinds, and someone was going to throw them out. I'm like, wait, those can go to the girls. And they're like, your roommates eat watermelon rinds. Like, no, <laughs> those oh my chickens eat watermelon rinds. But no, but truly taking that walk, they're behind like the big farm that we live on. They live right behind them, or are right behind them. So I walk, go for my little walk. And there's something night. special about animals. I don't there know what is. it is. Totally. I just love it. That's <laughs> so living on yeah. a farm, having yeah. the chickens. What's yeah. been like? I guess the coolest thing you've done lately. Other than my life being the weddings. Um, other than weddings and doing um, the young adult group. Um, yeah, it's been pretty much life and the chickens. I will say really sweet to my family and friends this past weekend. Um, threw me a surprise birthday party. Aww. Just very humbled, yes, and just very shocked. I, I had a, a little hunch that my immediate family was doing something, but that's probably biggest coolest thing that's happened lately and just to celebrate that right because I think like Emma was saying I think there is this piece of me right where I had this plan for my life where it's like oh 30 like wanted to be married have a family by now but truly knowing that the God we serve is sovereign and nothing can stop his timing like a verse that always gave me peace is it's an Isaiah and Revelation where it's like what he shuts no one can open what he opens no one can shut mm-hmm. and knowing like not only is he all powerful but he is all loving and wants what's best and even though my again my humanness if you want to say or my mind can't understand like how is it not good i'm not like how is it good that i am not married i have a family but who knows me i wouldn't be doing this podcast with emma if i was at that point so so that yeah. that was a question i had too because yeah. i know a lot of people walk in singleness and that can be like a really hard season Mm -hmm. I know I've walked in it and before we met it was like when I just met my now husband Sam so we were both kind of like I was just coming out of being single and I know 
And we had talked about that. So, like, what's one piece of advice? Because it's it's mm-hmm. hard. It Obviously, I think sometimes it's, like, displayed as, like, oh, but you can just, like, do whatever you want and mm-hmm. do all these things. And it that's not always, like, the best narrative, too. So, I guess, Agreed. what is, like, your practical mm-hmm. advice for walking in singleness? Like, oh, that's such a good question. So, like, you have such good questions. I, I really did wrestle with this because I hope part of me was, like... Well, God, like you say, it's not good for man to be alone, right? So again, that like confusion of, okay, so it's not good I'm alone, but yet this is what you're calling me to. But again, God's timing is perfect, right? So I think practically serving others, which might sound cliche, and I think a lot of people to solve a lot of stuff, like we'll just serve, but truly it is the best thing you can do. And it's not this like mindless distraction, but again, that hope of like when you are serving, creating that genuine love for others. Because, um, right, it's like the reason we desire to be in a relationship is like mm-hmm. it's normal human nature to des- desire love, right? Like we were we were created to be loved and loved in return, um, regardless of any season you're in, whether you um, are listening to this and you are younger, if you're in middle school, if you're in high school, um, older, whatever the case is, like human beings, we've been created to worship and to love. And that's normal. Um, I want you to know that if you are listening to this and you're feeling that, so it's just understanding we were um, created to love our creator and be in relationship with that. But part of that is he loves relationships. He's a relational God, hence him wanting that with us. So again, if you do have those desires and you are single, just know that that's normal. And I would say service to others. And it doesn't need to be this service, like I need to be in a soup kitchen every day. But truly, like, at least like I'm going to say practical things as far as like, my friends having kids, I love spending time with them. So, mm-hmm. And I think I've noticed, like, even this week, my good friend Michaela got to watch her little boy with her while she was working from home. Like, I loved every minute of that. And I feel like that part of that inkling to and desire to be a mom, like, in that sense, in that serving was fulfilled in that. Because mm-hmm. even though it wasn't my own child, because I love her, and in return, I also love her little boy. It truly, again, guys, and I know it can sound cliche, it might be like, yeah, yeah, like, I, you know, just serve, but I want my own kids, but truly, it's not that you won't get that, but, like, I obviously wouldn't have been able to do that if I was home with my own kids right now. And I think it's important to find, like, serving that, like, I don't want to say, like, because this sounds selfish, but find service that gives you peace. Yes. Like, find something, and I guess my piece of advice would also be maybe find something different than your job yes because like for Mm -hmm. me working and again I got to meet Lexi but for me maybe working in the young adult ministry was hard because I already work with young adults for like I said I think I said nine hours like they're in school seven hours and then I do some paperwork (laughs) afterwards but I'm with them all day and so I needed to find something that was a little bit different so now I do more like I try to be a really available person for like the adult friends in my life who are having struggles. And so that's, I feel like more so like my way of serving is doing that. And of course, like being a part of a church and those types of things and then finding situational things here and there to volunteer at, but find something that like fuels your soul and makes you feel peace, but then is also giving back because I feel like you want it to be something that fills you up mm-hmm. and you can tell that. And I, again, it's looking for those God signals for me. I needed to find something a little bit different than my career. Um, but it's so important to find those things cause those fill you with joy, um, and peace. And even it could be like 
going to humane society or like i know we've talked about the chickens finding a farm that needs help like just like anything that gives back and helps you teach others about like god and being able to be a light in other people's lives like that's what it comes down to so find something that like fits you and i love that and you were that's so perfect and one i know she uses her job like she's such a light there and is ministry so i think too when you do when you're doing like it's not an accident if you are passionate about something like she like i'm gonna say i think she wrote a great like feeling peace about it too but like the things that excite you that's not an accident i really don't think like whether that is sports or yeah like a kid like population kids chickens like she said like animals elderly yeah so do yeah do those things that do excite you and to serve now because i mean and because a lot of my friends are married now and obviously love their husbands love their relationships but truly right there is still within the marriage that healthy balance of they do like to have their girl time or they like to go or if you're a guy have your guy time or serving too so the beauty of that too is like the things you do now you're going to bring into your marriage because even though yes it's going to be a huge change and a great change when that does happen on god's timing it also you are taking everything you're doing now with you so it also you don't want to get this sense of like and it's not just marriage. I think of everything, right? It's like the next best thing. It's like, well, when I was studying for my boards, I, I remember having this false mentality. Like once I pass my boards, life will be perfect. Everything's going to be great. And I just got to get through right this season and then that's going to be great. And there's always this like, like this mentality of like, well, once, yeah, like now, right? Struggling with singleness. Once I get married, then it's like heaven on earth, right? Like everything's mm-hmm. perfect. And of course, it's going to be a great thing because marriage is a gift from God, but yet there are still going to be challenges because we're in a broken world, right? And Absolutely. then kids, and then it's like tough, right? And truly my heart goes out to anyone struggling if they're trying to have kids or infertility because I know a lot of my friends have walked through that and just a lot of tears and it's broken my heart. But then when God has had that miracle story and they do have kids, right? They're like, well, once I get that, everything will be perfect. And of course, a amazing miracle, right? When they did have them. But then, you know, there's just this continual as we're in this broken world, the brokenness. So like I'm saying just practically in this season, I will say the more I think you do something you're passionate about and you're serving others, it's not, then it just doesn't become like, I just need to get through this season, but you can actually find joy, which I'm going to have and decor in here. I love is is like joy is gladness, not based on your circumstances. Right. And truly finding that because as we know in this world, there's always going to be tough circumstances and what that is. So that's just a practical way to help with that singleness absolutely for sure i think that was worded perfectly and i think i think it's yeah a false narrative that like okay once i get married then i'm gonna be happy and once i have a baby i'm gonna be happy and and i think you can truly find joy no matter the circumstance i think you can find things that light your heart on fire because god puts that in there like i think you can find that in any season and in some seasons it can be harder than others but i think it, i think this is from first john as well that whoever believes in him shall not dwell in darkness like he will not leave you in darkness you will never be in darkness for like ever it just might be a season of darkness but there's things you can do to bring light in it and i think you mentioning like serving and being with people you love and being present for your family and friends and things like chickens and animals like i have a dog and two cats like all there's so so much joy and light in the world and then as you're walking along that path if marriage is meant for you it will it will find you like i've talked to lexi a little bit about like my story of meeting my husband sam and i always like remind her i'm like 
I mean, to be honest, he proposed to me after five months and then we were married seven months later. So all in all, we were together a year. So it's not like there's ever a like, this is when you have to get married after two years of dating and then you get married two years after that. There's not like a timeline set on anything. And if it takes that long, absolutely. That's, that's completely valid. That's people's choice. But it's never like, if God ordains it, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, I would have never imagined I was married at this age. Like I just didn't like, but it just happens. And it just shows that that, that was God's plan. And I know God's plan for Lexi is going to be crazy amazing. Cause that's just who she is. She's just crazy amazing. And she's crazy amazing. Cause she's got the spirit of God in her heart at all times. And I just, I don't know. I love that about her. But again, I, we talked about this before. It's easier for me on the other side of things being like, well, yeah, you'll just get through it. And because I am married, but then there's other things we talked about, like mental health. And I started this podcast because of my obsessive compulsive disorder and struggling with that. And there's seasons where I've wondered, God, like, why are you having me go through this based on the other circumstances going on in my life? And I think the moral of the story is that he won't leave you alone. You're not going to dwell in darkness forever. And with the right people, with the right, I guess, steps to take, like, you're going to find joy amidst any circumstances as long as you've got that spirit of God in your heart. In the last part of this episode, Lexi's going to share with us about her ministry called You Can Through Christ. But what's so <laughs> sweet about this is then I talk to her, I'm like, Lexi, like, why? Would you ever be a pastor? Would you ever, like, want to speak full-time? She's like, no, I love being an occupational therapist, <laughs> and I love being, like, an undercover, like, Jesus follow. Well, not undercover Jesus follower. She wears that on her sleeve, but she just, like, mentions it to people, like... <sighs> I don't know, like people who need to hear it, hear the good news. And so it's so genuine, like (laughs) everything about her is so genuine. So tell me about your ministry. That's going to be our last question before we wrap up, because otherwise we could talk for three hours. (laughs) But tell me how you started that ministry. Tell me how people, if they want to buy your book, listen to your podcast, just walk us through that because you inspire my life and you're one of the reasons I started this podcast so I want other people to be just as inspired too good to me you're so sweet oh thank you and yeah I yeah I just feel like my role and what God's given me I just yeah love sharing the light in the places he's called me so yeah for as occupational therapist now just in general with friends with day-to-day life and yeah so if you go to you can through christ.com um, that is where you get the merch. I love, yeah, and it's on Amazon too if you like get the book that you can through Christ. Yeah, the merch is on there. Yeah, my really good friend Lauren, she actually handed the calligraphy for it. So you either get for merch, it's you can through Christ or you have purpose are the two different merch you can get with that. And yeah, I just love doing that and cricketing that. And then, yeah, the podcast, same, that's on the website as well. So if you go to the you can through Christ.com, or it's also on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your normal podcast. If you go to You Can Through Christ, you can hear it there. But I also encourage you to keep listening to Emma's because she's been such an encouragement. And I'm so excited to see everything else that she's going to put out there. It's, it's going to be good. Yes, but go but go listen to her stuff. Because it's, so, it's literally so encouraging. Everything's encouraging. The book, the... And you'll just see, like, if you follow her on Instagram, she's just, like... How she comes across, like, to you guys right now is completely legit like there's nothing 
fake about her she's this genuine this wonderful this amazing and this good of a friend at all times and it just like inspires me to be a better friend and a better person every single day and I mean that with all my heart so Lexi this was amazing. This was amazing. I'm a thanks. I'm so happy you had me. You're such an encouragement. I'm so thankful. You guys, if you liked this podcast, if you liked our conversation, please listen for more. I'm going to be posting new episodes every week. Lexi was my first recording though, guys. Like she's, so she's so wonderful. I don't know where this is going to end up in the lineup of episodes. It'll probably be one of the first ones to come out, but this was my first recording. So hope you guys loved it. Couldn't have thought of a better person to be on my first recorded episode because I just feel so comfortable around her. I was like, well, if I need to, like, if this all deletes, it will be okay. (laughs) We had a great conversation. I love you, girl. Love you too, Emma. This was amazing. This was.